0: everybody this is chase here from learn from gaming you may have noticed that things have slowed down a little bit for the podcast as a whole and i don't want you to think that we've just stopped making content in fact it's quite the opposite we've been making a lot of content just behind the scenes but what's important to note is the series that is going to start up moving forward is a big departure from what we have been doing so we've been reviewing games um and applying what we've learned from them i'm mean, kind of the kind of the title of the podcast itself so what we learned from gaming um this next step this next sort of experiment is going to be a series called tales of creation so tales of creation is going to be us learning how to play a tabletop rpg specifically exalted third edition that is from uh, it's a white wolf property but it's uh it's published by onyx path so that is what we're going to be doing moving forward at least for the immediate future if you don't like that, if you really want more of the old Learn From Gaming content, then feel free to reach out to us at learnfromgamingpodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Facebook or Twitter. As of the recording of this message specifically, we have well over 2000 listens for our regular podcast, which is way more than I personally expected us to ever hit. I want to thank all of the audience for taking the time to actually listen to those episodes. It really means a lot. And I'm glad that they entertained you or or else you probably would not have kept coming back. If you want more of that content, just let us know. We will keep making it. Stu and I often talk about recording other episodes, so that is, it's always an option. It's something we would be more than happy to do to jump right back into. It's just with all of us and our schedules, um, it, it, it can be a little tricky to accomplish, to do more than one type of podcast at a time. But also keep in mind that right now we're only recording Tales of Creation once a month. So... We could theoretically fit in a regular Learn From Gaming podcast in there as well. That wouldn't be too much of an issue. Learn From Gaming has always been about playing the games you love and taking away whatever you can learn from them. Also being surprised by what you can learn from them. I can think of very few other types of gaming outside of tabletop RPG that force you to learn quite so much depending on how you play and what you're playing because there's a variety of different games that you can play uh, but you will be learning things like geography when you're looking at maps you'll be learning things like complex game systems uh, which include arithmetic for for dice rules but also just an understanding of the uh, the intent of of rules and the the abilities that your characters are going to have You are forced to learn how to engage socially with others because there are other players and there are storytellers. You're forced to improvise, both as a player, as the situations change within the game, but also as a storyteller, as your players... uh, for lack of a better description, uh, wreak chaos on <laughs> the setting that you've created. Um, th- there is just so much that you pull from a tabletop RPG, and we just want to share a little bit of that. It's also important to note that it's not going to be PG. There will be swears. That stuff's going to pop up. I'm not going to tell my players to censor themselves, and I'm not going to censor myself, because I'm. we're just having fun. Like, it's just what we're doing. Um, if at any point something seems really odd or off definitely communicate it if it seems offensive reach out and let me know and we can we can resolve we can resolve that um but really again it's just going to be four guys having fun playing a game so that's really what's going to be happening for the next little while we already have six episodes recorded uh we're working on number seven tonight There are going to be two episodes going out within the next month for listening. So this is episode 0. Episode 1 will follow shortly. It should be released very shortly after this one, if not right away. And then episode 2 will be within the next week or two. For anyone interested in Tales of Creation, the remainder of this episode is just a brief thank you for everybody who sort of set the foundation for actual play um within exalted community specifically but uh and it's important to note that I'm not going to hit everybody I don't know everyone who's doing this right now but uh the people who caught my eye and the people who caught my ear I will definitely give a thank you to also to my players and then it's followed by uh, a lore dump or just uh the setup for the the series I'm not expecting everybody to go out and buy an exalted second edition core rule book to read the the uh setting I'm going to set the scene uh set up the world so you can hear that uh not the best way to deliver it usually it's better to let people explore and learn but creation is a real big place there's a lot of stuff that happened before the players even started um, playing their characters and it's important to set that up so that everybody has a collective understanding of the history if that sounds good to you then sit back and enjoy and thank you for listening Hello, my name is Chase Strollenberg, and I just wanted to thank you for joining us for this first episode of Learn From Gaming's Tales of Creation, an actual play podcast. I want to start this episode by thanking everyone who has paved the way and given us points of reference for where and how to start this kind of project. To Quinn Wilson and everyone involved in Swallows of the South, a podcast that is actually based on actual play, I want to say thank you. Also, Maybe check out their uh, Arms of the Titans podcast, which is their new project. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Also, for all the wonderful folks over at Bean Duck Studios on Twitch and on YouTube, thank you for establishing what a quality stream of Exalted Actual plays should look like and for creating hours of incredible content. I personally enjoyed it to Onyx Path and everyone working so hard to continue to further this third incredible and inclusive edition of Exalted. Thank you so much, and please know that your work has a lasting value and significance and is loved by so many people. We're going to be using Exalted 3rd Edition as our um, as our set of rules this, this podcast, so uh, I just wanted to give that shout out and to let everybody know. Next, I will thank my soon-to-be partners in this next step, and this experiment. So I want to thank Stu Gritter, Fred Rojas, and Dan Murray, the players. You have helped create this part of the world, and uh, it's just as much yours as it is mine. So thank you for all your hard work and patience, and I look forward to seeing what horrible and awesome things you do in creation. So lastly, I want to thank you, the audience, for being interested at all. If you're hearing this, it means you're you're interested. So thank you so much. And I really hope that we're able to deliver something that you enjoy. As always, we're very happy to hear some feedback. This is an experiment. So we kind of want to know how we're doing. Please let us know. Feel free to DM us on Twitter, on Facebook. Also, you can email us, which is fun. Just email us at learnfromgamingpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's learnfromgamingpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thank you so much, and now let's turn to the story. In a time long lost, when impossible beings of power pulled themselves out of the chaos that came before anything else, the world of creation was made. Its creators were all-powerful, known to most as primordials, but many of them were cruel, and the gods and mortals that they made to play out the affairs of keeping creation running were terribly mistreated. Over time a gambit was hatched, and the strongest of the gods united to plot to overthrow their makers. But they could not do it themselves shackled as they were to their all-knowing and proud progenitors with some help the greatest celestial gods the incarna broke apart pieces of their souls and power to make a new weapon out of the weakest of all creatures in creation a species no proud master of creation would ever expect to be a threat mortal men and women this power would make any mortal strong enough to slay gods And paragons of whatever they wanted to be great at should the mortal perish their god-given powers would flee the body upon death and find a new host and the cycle would start anew these mortals that embraced the power of the gods onto their souls were the first exalted and their war against those that had created the world was impossible to understand but eventually the war was won by gods by exalted and by mortals with the primordials either perishing in ways that shook the world or choosing to surrender and face eternal banishment with this victory the gods ascended to heaven named it yushan and the mortals and exalted were left to attend improve and defend creation they did incredible things made incredible things established the first age of humanity an age of splendor progress and marvel But something was not right with the Exalted, though none of them knew it. Unbeknownst to any of the mortal Exalted, the act of killing a creator of the world left a staining curse on their power. If Exaltation was a shard that merged with the soul of a person, then each and every shard was tainted the day the first primordial fell. A curse that none could see or understand, even other primordials. The longer an exalted lived, the more common it was to hear of them losing themselves to their passions and unspeakable acts, some as cruel or arguably worse than those the gods had held the primordial creators accountable for during the War of Ascension. The celestial exalted, those who were chosen by the strongest of the gods, seemed most affected and likely to indulge in these dark sins, specifically the solars, those chosen by the sun. So it was, that again, in secret, a plan was hatched and used by the weakest but most numerous champions of the world to overthrow the strongest this event was called the usurpation and saw the soldiers of the exalted known as the dragonblooded overthrowing their kings and queens any exult that was not a dragonblooded was to be killed and their exaltation was to be captured and locked away forever to prevent the cycle of reincarnation usurpation mostly worked It marked the end of the First Age, and though it wasn't a perfect military operation, it was enough. Many exalted shards were caught, and those that weren't could easily be located when they were reborn. These new fledgling exalted would be isolated, unarmed, and alone, and would now face the unified might of the dragon-blooded. So began the first wild hunt. Wild hunts were an efficient way to ensure that the evils of the First Age were never repeated again. During all of this, many gods turned a blind eye. They had won their own war long ago, and their favorite had proven horrible and flawed. So time passed, memories of the first age and even the purpose of this last usurpation faded away and eroded, and dragon-blooded rule became normal, regular life. Other exalted became as demons to mere mortals. They were the thing of nightmares, beautiful, tempting creatures that could steal your soul with a glance. Many world-shaping events had happened, and so much knowledge grasped so easily in the First Age was lost and forgotten, save for a few in Yushan, and perhaps other places. The dragon-blooded, though loyal and numerous, were just as flawed as any other human. Their vices and failings have allowed for a culture of colonial exploitation, classism, and racism to envelop most of the world, particularly in places where they hold their court. Time marches on as the world continues to change, and these pressures of oppression and opulence are starting to come to a head. World events have seen the strongest kingdom of the dragon-blooded, the realm, weakened as its greatest ruler has disappeared. To make matters worse, Whatever was keeping the Solar Exalted from reincarnating, no longer seems to be in place. Celestial Exalted are appearing in record numbers all across creation, even as those in charge of the Wild Hunts draw their forces home to address the weakening realm and what appears to be a dragon-blooded civil war. All of this is happening because of the vacuum left with the disappearance of the ruler known as the Scarlet Empress. It has been over five years since the Skylight Empress disappeared, destabilizing the realm, and Solar Exalted have begun returning to the world. In the southeastern part of creation, where the great jungles of the east and the burning deserts of the south should meet, there is a huge body of water, known as the Dreaming Sea. On the northern side of that sea, tucked into a valley, bordered by stones that stretch to the sky, full of rich jungle and life, there is a wide river that flows down from the mountain in the north, And it is here that greed has helped humanity build a town. Over 500 miles away from the sea, or any other piece of civilization, sits the bustling mining town called Kajaru. A town with a violent history, with a tenuous peace held together by a God's witness sworn oath. Kajaru is a mining town because the mountain it is built up beside holds vast amounts of jade. A desperately rare substance desired by the dragon blooded and used as currency by the realm itself greed to remove that jade from the mountain has destroyed the town once already and powerful factions fight over it still though the oath sworn by many long ago keeps the fighting civil and far less lethal unknown to the powers that vie for control of this lucrative town an event is occurring a convergence of powers no one expects drawing three very different people together to accomplish incredible things. Khyr, a former slave and young hunter from the nation of Lenowin, has inherited incredible power from his older sister, and has been marked as a twilight caste, a chosen of the sun. His exultation was spurred by the cruelty of the wild hunt, as they pursued his also exalted sister and murdered her. Blinded by fury and the desire to avenge this heinous wrong, Khyr's own exultation led to yet more bloodshed. Fate dreams, and an unusual friend have led Khyr to Kajaru, where his story of vengeance against the dragon-blooded and the power structure that stole his sister might just begin. Raven the Lucky is a wealthy socialite, specializing in getting others what they want. Raven exalted while honorably defending her uncle in Port Kalin against strange forces. No one knew it was her, however, as her exalted, as she exalted as a Night Caste, a different kind of Chosen of the Sun, which comes with the benefit of obscuring her identity. exaltation and anytime she expends too much power. Fearing others might put the pieces together, Raven fled, hoping to protect her uncle and her family name. Armed with her charm, a few connections, and a very unusual deed to land in a faraway mining town, as well as the power of the unconquered sun, Raven is now very far from home, but that isn't really a bad thing. Rojin the Shaper has lived in the Dreaming Sea his whole life and was sold by his own family to a pirate for next to nothing when the sea captain noticed that he had a knack for crafting out of stone. His early life was spent smuggling, learning the ins and outs of the trade along many ports of the Dreaming Sea. This dangerous life led to his exaltation, where Luna chose him to hold her power, sensing that he had the potential to enact great change. His exaltation was noticed, He was chased away from the sea into the mountains and the forest north of gajaru there he stalled the attackers with his new found abilities and was saved by an elder lunar named she who breaks jade his savior tasked him with a secret mission as repayment rojin has since set himself up in the mining town of gajaru slowly gathering power and allies hoping to resolve his debt and begin changing the world for the better so, our story begins in the beautiful home recently constructed by Rojin the Shaper, where he has gathered together Raven and Khyr, both of whom he understands to hold some power. This meeting will decide what happens next for these three young Exalted, and will unquestionably impact the world around them. This is a tale of creation, and of the Exalted that are destined to change it forever. For more of the story and what happens next, tune in to Episode 1 of Learn From Gaming's Tales of Creation.